Alright, I guess I should do some sort of an intro, huh? You have to explain. We have to explain why. <laughs> Alright, let's try this. Um, hello and welcome to episode 10 of the Dark Hour Gaming Podcast. It is December 2nd. Ooh. 2018 you know I noticed that I like I want to do that from now on because I noticed in some of the other ep- episodes I was trying to put together something I'll talk about that later but anyway I was listening to all the episodes and uh, I couldn't tell when they were recorded because some of the dates on the website don't match when they were actually posted yeah <clears throat> but I'm of course Mike and joining me today is Ryan what's up or wasabi haha <laughs> uh-huh. I'm getting actually... sushi in a bit so that's just inappropriate oh I'm jealous I used to hate sushi but now I actually kind of like it I'm literally the exact same because back in September um I went with a couple people to Boston I think I told you about that but I mean what's, what's here is here <laughs> um and we went to this this Asian restaurant. I think it was like a fusion type place. It wasn't like fusion, but like it was a fusion of different um, countries out there. And I got some sushi. And I was like, you know what? Fine. We'll, we'll try it. And holy shit, my life was just never the same. After that, I'm pretty sure in the next like couple of weeks, like after that, sushi like every other day for dinner. Seriously, I was just like, it's so much, it's so much better now. Like I hated it before, and that's probably because you know I'm I'm your classic basic white person that only likes you know burgers and chicken and hot dogs. But <laughs> man, I was just uh, I was so impressed. I was like, all right, I'm gonna have to start eating this more now. And then I realized how expensive it was. And then that kind of died down for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's definitely a downside. It's definitely expensive. Did you not eat sushi when we went to Minnesota? That one restaurant? Oh, shit. We did have sushi there, didn't we? Did you? Uh, I, I, I couldn't remember if you had any. No, I did, I did have some sushi. Um, I don't know. I only had, like, one plate full, though. I right. Didn't they had so much else. I didn't even finish it. I, wasn't, I didn't finish it because, like necessarily i was full but like i don't know at that point it was just like i mean this is okay yeah i can't remember the place but it was really good yeah because it was a buffet style <laughs> or not buffet like it was all you can eat style so right. like there's this uh, brazilian place um oh what's it called shit i already forgot the name i'm, I'm terrible at names rodizios that's what it was and they just keep bringing out meat like literally you get this little like contraption that has like a red and a green square okay and they're both held like together by this little piece of wood and um if you have the green side up the servers will come out and stop by your table and then offer you some meat and then you say whether or not you want some it'll continuously happen throughout the entire time you're there if you turn it to red that means that 
you don't want them to serve you anything. You're just taking a little bit of a break. But then if you put it on side, that's when you're saying that like you're ready for the bill. So like literally it was just like that where they could just continuously serve you more and more. Though I don't think Rodizio's would have had leftovers on your plate. I thought that was kind of weird when Caleb told us about that when we were out there was that they would charge you like a convenience fee or something like that if like you didn't finish your plate. I think it was more like they don't care if you have like a few extra pieces, but like if you order a whole order and you like take a bite and they're just like, okay, you just kind of wasted a bunch of food. I think it's just a deterrent for that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. That makes more sense. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it was just like one little crumb on your plate. You know, (laughs) they're just like, Hey, fuck you. Here's the bill. (laughs) Oh, sorry about that. So, uh, that's kind of, uh, that's one of the reasons we haven't recorded in a while, as you can hear me coughing here. Um, we planned on recording last weekend, and I was I got sick on Saturday, but I think fuck. I think uh, we were scheduled to record the week before, and something else came up, and uh huh, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it, it's been a while. We were just looking at the website, but I forgot what the date was for our last episode. But August twenty ninth. You're still on there. Okay, yeah. But it so is it's what been it a is. little bit. It, you know, it gave us a little more time to play a few more things, you know, get a few things under uh, our belt. Yeah, no, I mean, I've been kind of been figuring things out because, like, so I started dating Abby and we've been hanging out a lot. It's been so much fun. Um, it's definitely taken a lot of time away from, you know, me having the time to just, like, game and whatnot in general. So, right. I guess finding the time with you and you've been pretty busy and whatnot recently that just kind of having this time to be able to even podcast at all has just been barren right it's cool to do this it's actually kind of like a catch-up time you know um i don't even know 100 percent about what you know has been going on with you and the same you know vice versa so Mm -hmm. this should be an interesting show um talk to me mike (laughs) what you've been up to so, I guess I'll start with, uh, no, I'll get to the bigger game a little later. Um, I did start playing um, Mega Man 11, so. Gross. I don't know, man. It's <laughs> like, we were talking about this earlier a little bit, man. Um, I, you know, I bought all these collections, and I think I played a little bit on my, uh, my uh, NES Classic or whatever. Uh-huh. Or is it the SNES Classic? Which one is Mega Man on? I'm going to assume NES because I don't recall being on the SNES. But it could have been there. Just I'm only saying this because that's not a game that I would have normally gone out of my way to turn on on the SNES. Because pretty much I only played Donkey Kong Country and then Mario Kart. I think that's the extent of what I played on the SNES Classic. You know, I was thinking about that. Like, there's so many games on those things. I was, uh, I had it um, connected downstairs in my living room for a while, and I really mm-hmm. only played it um, when my brother came to visit, was it a couple months ago? And um, we sat down and we were playing, and um, I finally brought it up to my room, and I was like, I should just hook it up and, like, start playing through each game on there. Maybe, uh, 
start recording me playing and being so terrible at these old games. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I, think, I think that'd be kind of kind of funny. Just, I don't know, maybe post a one video a weekend for each game that I'm trying, uh -huh. trying out. So that was a thought, but... That's actually a really good idea, honestly. I mean, if we could potentially, if you could like share the screen with me somehow and I could watch as you played and then we could both commentate on it, like... I feel like that'd be a really kind of fun kind of video series to do. Yeah, I don't know what the best like solution is to like mirror um, video to yeah. where there's not a delay. I mean, I know like I think Mixer. I think Mixer allows you has some settings to where you could like get the delay down pretty low, but you know, of course, you both need strong connections for that to keep up. Right. So, um, I'm not sure about Twitch. Um, I know there was an option in Twitch to get rid of some of the delay, but I'm not sure how well it worked. Um, Do you have to pay for that? Um, no, not on Twitch. I don't think so. There was an option that okay. I saw I could have clicked. I don't know if it was like a premium membership kind of thing where it's like, okay, well, if you want this delay to be much shorter, and you have to pay X amount of money a month or something like that just to be able to utilize that feature. No, usually with the like Twitch, they do like they give like their partners and um, things like that more options and control. Mm -hmm. But I don't think they ever. Well, I could be wrong, but I don't think they do anything where you know if you pay such and such, you get you know better tools or whatever. Right. Well, that's good. So I think they're more just about their partners and all that stuff. Uh, affiliates, I think they call them as well. So, yeah, I, mean, I mean, it's something to look into. Um, yeah, because no, I was like, I was thinking in my head, like, if we wanted to do like PlayStation games using SharePlay, but like, we've always had so many issues with that. And I think it's partially because of the fact that I don't think PlayStation servers are very good. So you just run into this issue where, like, your Wi-Fi is, or, like, your download speeds are so slow, or even your upload speeds, even though you might have significantly higher looking at, like, your PC, laptop, or whatever, your phone, mm -hmm. um, you'll notice the speeds are much higher, and I think it's because I don't think PlayStation or, like, Sony has their servers set up that well honestly and it's kind of made me a bit bitter towards playing my playstation online honestly i was talking to derek and even cord one day and i was just like it's just i don't know like we're supposed to have a thousand megabyte download speed we're supposed to have a gig download speed and i ran a connection test on my playstation and it was less than 100 i was just like well, what kind of horse shit is this? <laughs> like, right. Yeah, I mean, I'm the same with Comcast, yeah. And it's plugged in wired. Like, I'm not even on the wireless network. So it's just like, this doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah, it's like, you know, they, they kept, you know, it was the big thing was, oh, are you connected through wire? Are you doing wireless? Like, that, I don't even think that matters anymore. Like, I got my laptop. I got my, um, my desktop. I got... You know all these devices and i'll run speed tests and they're all fine like yep. the only thing like switching to wired would do was make you know make it more stable but you know i don't really have problems with stability so it's weird when you run the test on playstation and it's so much lower than everything else 
So I, I don't get it. I was trying to do um, share play with. I can't remember. Was it you? This was months ago. But we, I was in a, a party chat with a couple people, and mm-hmm. like we kept trying to run the. It wouldn't even let us try to do it. It was like you know your connection's not strong enough. Was like, that when we were playing uh, Dead Cells? It could have been. But you were playing on your PC more so, so that might not have been that. I can't remember. I, I know it was like a bigger party chat, so when we were just trying to see if it even worked, and it just wouldn't even, it wouldn't even connect. So. Right. Yeah. Well, it's just I don't know. I I just find it to be very frustrating in general. It, it's uh, I don't know. It kind of makes me think about you know some of the changes that they're doing, like <clears throat> allowing you to change your PSN name that they said was impossible to do and that they would it just had to do with the back end of all the older systems so Mm -hmm. you know with um you know rumors of the next playstations um being announced um it's like are they just gonna finally you know scrap some of this old tech and old like inner not interface, but back end that they have to just, you know, make a system that is solid, you know, top to bottom. You don't have to worry about, like, making it compatible with everything else. Are you thinking in terms of, like, what they do with the PlayStation 5 specifically? Yeah. Because that's, what, that's probably only a few few years out, if even a few years. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I think it's weird. You know, they, they canceled PSX this year. Um they're canceling um, E3. E3. So, yep. like, I mean, to me, it just makes sense. Like, they're just all in on, you know, figuring out their next step. And they're not really um, 100% focused on PlayStation 4 anymore and, you know, upselling that thing. But, I, I don't know, maybe I'm reading too much into it. It is really early. Well, that makes you kind of question the whole point of, like developing like the pro specifically because i mean that really didn't come out very long ago and they're already kind of prepping for the next console itself so what's going to be the jump between the pro and the ps5 right are we going to see just like ssd like what kind of what kind of updates are we going to see yeah and that's what i was meeting earlier when i was like you know they need to worry more about uh upgrades on the back end you know yeah, I think yeah. Gra- graphics and you know stuff like that is becoming less of an issue for for me specifically. I won't speak for everyone, but you know I I don't really um, get wowed by um, you know games that look nice these days because you know ninety percent of the games do look nice. Of course, you're gonna get you're dirt. also. Uh-huh. You're also not PC Master Race, so you don't, you don't right. have to worry about the lead graphics and whatnot. Yeah, but you, but you know what? Like I've I've noticed like the, those that I used to think were like PC Master Race or Elitist or whatever, they're really going for more of a um, uh, you know, running smoothly, um, thing and you know being able to have, you know, better frame rate and things like that versus it just you know flat out looking better. Yeah. No, I definitely have noticed because, like, I used to not pay attention to these things at all. Um, I guess they kind of 
became more so a thing recently when I like finally got my PC and was talking to both of my two roommates at the time, you know, Derek and Henry talking a lot about, you know, uh, screen tearing and all this other nonsense that I had no idea what the hell any of it was. And then like, that's when I finally started to notice frame rate as like a huge thing. Cause like, you know, back in the past, like as long as I could play the game, that's all I cared about. Now it's like, you know, well, my frame rate just dropped significantly, and as a result, this boss just hit me, even though I don't feel like that should have happened. I would have yeah. definitely been able to dodge out of the way if I, if the frame rate wouldn't have been shit. Right. Yeah, that, that, so I think that's becoming, like, a bigger concern. Um, I, you know, it's... Uh, I mean, I just don't know when we'll hear about the new consoles now. Um, I suspected it would be at E3, but then I remember now, um, you know, Sony did do their own event for the PS4 launch, so. I wonder Maybe. when their event for the PS5 is going to be. I feel like that has to kind of be the reason why PSX and E3 got canceled, honestly. I can't think of any other realistic reason as to why. I mean, it didn't really, for like two seconds, it shocked me, and I was like, it doesn't even matter anymore. Like you could, <laughs> you could do your own events on your own terms now. You don't need to wait for a big, you know, convention or trade show. It's you can do it whenever. That's how big these guys actually, are now. Actually, you know what? I do have a theory. This is gonna be a very good theory. All right, picture this. No press conference. What are you doing, Sony? What is this? Well, they're going to come out with Sony Direct. (laughs) Just like Nintendo. Nintendo. They're going to start updating throughout the entire press conference, not the conference, but the the convention itself. (laughs) We'll get updates on new games coming out. Yeah, it's like, it's it's so funny. It's like, you know, Nintendo has no use for E3. (laughs) And they do Directs all throughout the year. So, like... (laughs) <laughs> what's what's the point in holding announcements until you know you're in this big uh, this big show with all these other people announcing things too you know do it on your own well, terms yeah, what's, what's the point in spending all that money on it I mean I bet you it's significantly cheaper to send out directs than it is to ha- hold that one press conference right and then yeah, like Sony's conference last year was was weird anyway. Um, well, and that's what I'm thinking because I, I don't know how much they had to spend on you know not only the the two venues but also you know having musicians come in and play an instrument before they even show off the demo. And then how did that pay? A lot of people were pissed off. Right. Yeah, because I mean. Not that it's bad, but that's just not what they're there for. You know, you want to see these yep. new games. You want to see, I mean, f- as bad as it sounds, you, you want to see them take some shots at Microsoft or, you know, Nintendo. You know, we got this, you guys don't, like they did, you know, years and years ago. So that's uh, that's kind of what these things have come down to. Um I, I don't know. I, I don't know what, what they're going to do. I'll just wait, and I will say it again. I've said it a million times. I just hope they don't 
announce something and we have to wait two years for it. Announcing yeah, it I don't, to come out. I don't feel like that generally happens with consoles specifically. I feel like consoles are usually announced within like half a year of their actual release. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds about right. So if I had to bet money, I would say I think that Sony's going to announce it closest to E3 and then we'll be seeing it coming out November time frame. I could be wrong, but Wait. that would be my assumption. Of next year or twenty twenty? Yeah. Next year. Oh, okay. I thought you were on the train of it being twenty twenty. I I'm getting the sense that it'll be next year. Yeah, that's what much I, sooner than we're anticipating. That's kind of where I was, but I hadn't heard anybody think that was. I just kept hearing everybody say twenty twenty. So, um, yeah, I mean that would be cool, and uh, you know it's they've been going back and forth. You know, Sony dominated PS two. Microsoft did really well with uh, the next generation with the three hundred and sixty. Um, yep. And this generation, Microsoft struggled. PS4 has done very well. So um, it'll be funny to see what happens with this next generation. Do you think that... So, like, there's... I guess the speculation is that Microsoft's next console is going to be mobile-based. I mean, do you think it's going to be something like that? Do you think it's going to be, like, Switch-like in nature? I don't think so. Um, okay. I feel like Microsoft. They're they're kind of in a different. Um, I don't know what the word is, but they're in a different sort of um, area than some of these other console makers. You know, it's mm-hmm. like they're not one hundred percent in on having. Um, the best console anymore they just mm-hmm. want you in their um, ecosystem you know which is why you see them allowing you to play a lot of their stuff on PC and they just don't care they just want you in their ecosystem they want you on Xbox Live um, and buying games on any of their platforms right so, yeah that's, that definitely makes sense because I remember being very confused as to why the Xbox One X came out considering the fact that every single one of their games is now coming out on both the Xbox and the PC. Right. So, showing off this really high-tech console, well, if the game's coming out on the PC and you have all these people who... I mean, usually you're going to find PC gamers are the ones who care about those updates. So why would you expect console owners to go out and buy that console when they might already have an Xbox One and they can already play those games? Whereas the PC gamers are just going to be like, well, if I can get it on PC, why the hell do I need it? You get an Xbox One X. Right. And see, they don't care. They just want you in that, that ecosystem. Yeah. Which is fine. I mean, Microsoft is a, you know, a huge 
tech company and their games division is probably you know one of their I don't want to say the smallest but it's not it's not something that they're sitting there you know losing sleep about you know if it's not making the type of money that it should be so you know as long as they got you somehow into their ecosystem using some of their products there they will be okay um, yeah I mean, not to say that they don't want to win the console war, because I'm 100% sure they do. Um, but it's just their regime that they had at the beginning of the launch of Xbox One kind of really screwed everything up. And it's good that, uh, you know, Phil Spencer is there to kind of clean things up. Um, I still don't use my Xbox One, but I do like some of the things that he's over there trying to do. I mean, yeah, you gotta you gotta give some credit to, you know, they learned their lesson, right? You don't want to, you don't want to have a huge corporation that just kind of continues to shoot themselves on the foot. So at least trying to take a different direction with things is a bit more effective in nature versus, you know, keeping things the way they are. Right. So I respect the vision. I don't necessarily agree with their decision. Yeah, no, I just, I don't, there's still a lot they have to, to fix. And I, I think at this point for me, at least it's like, uh, it's not going to be until next console generation. There, I mean, there's nothing that's going to get me into playing the uh, Xbox one more at this point. You know, my friends are pretty much entrenched and, um, either PSN or you know I have some on Steam um, there really isn't one, anyone on Xbox One which is the biggest problem at the moment um, yep so you know maybe next generation it'll change we, we never know um, Sony has made some mistakes that's irritating people recently that's showing that they may be coming arrogant again but we, we don't know um, you know they did kind of back down on cross-platform play i believe you can on fortnite now is that correct yeah yeah, yeah. So. they had to there's no way that they're gonna piss off the fan base of millions of people playing fortnite over cross-platform issues it's i mean it's just silly like and the funny thing is i don't know if you remember but you remember when it all started like it actually worked for a few days or something like that so everybody knew you could and yeah. Until Epic had to um, turn it off and basically say, "Hey, it is Sony's fault, guys. They don't want it." Well, no, that's what's funny because, like, I know games like Final Fantasy fourteen that is cross-platform. You can play between PC and PS4. Can At you? Really? I think so. Oh, I didn't know that. I'm pretty sure that that is actually a thing now. Huh. I I had no idea. Um. I'm Googling it right now just to make sure because you know what? <laughs> I'm confident in saying that. I don't apologize to any <laughs> listener who hear this and say, you're an idiot, Ryan, because you know what? Maybe I am. <laughs> Maybe I am. The opinions of Ryan do not represent uh, okay. Dark All four podcast. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> All four clients connect to the exact same servers. They they have the four listed as PC, Steam, PS3, and PS4. 
though I don't know why Steam is considered a separate client type. Oh, Whatever. So that never all... came out on Xbox? Correct. Oh, that could that be why. Maybe they're like, oh, I mean, if it's done on another console, it's fine. <laughs> that tells you a lot about Sony. <laughs> I mean, Sony, they... Uh, yeah, that's... We could talk about that for a long time, but... I love Sony, well, but just, I hate them at the same well, time. Well, I'm just curious what to, to see what happens. Because, like, maybe they do get arrogant, right? Like, let's take the PS3. PS3 started off shit. Let's be honest here. At the back end of the PS3's life cycle, it did finally sell more consoles overall. Even though it took a while, it mm -hmm. still thrived. Right. So they learned from their mistakes. So even if they get arrogant, which... I mean, considering um, no backwards compatibility in general, how shitty of a stance they've taken on that, in my opinion, um, at least towards the consumer, um, like they could still potentially learn from their mistakes. And it's hard to say, man, like what actually was it? I mean, I'm a big believer that pr pricing is, you know, is key. So they came out $100 less and they were able to, you know, get that thing out of the gate and, you know, get people behind it. So, I mean, and the same thing with 360, it came out lower than the uh, PS3. So it was able to have a good start. So we shall see what happens. Um, Stroking my beard now. <laughs> <laughs> but... Yeah, I don't know. Um, I guess while we're talking about consoles, have you have you thought about getting a Switch again? Or are you kind of just over it? I want to, because um, I really want to play both Smash Bros. and The World Ends With You. Mm -hmm. But Abby was talking about bringing her Switch over, mm -hmm. um, at least the like console port. That way we could connect it to the TV. Right. And in which case, all I would really need to do is buy games. Um, now, taking that information, while I would like to start buying games, I do have a lot of people I need to buy gifts for mm -hmm. in the coming 23 days. Oh, shit, 23 days. Um, <laughs> I really don't think I'd want to make more purchases for myself right now outside of food. So I'm probably going to have to wait a bit on buying Switch games, but I really want to play Smash Bros. So I probably will go back to Switch games. I was just kind of curious if you actually had an interest in the platform as a whole, because like I said, um, I think I told on the other podcast, but I pretty much gave mine away, so I don't really use it. Yeah, you need to send over my way. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, like, I really want to play Metroid Prime because, like, the first three games are near and dear to my heart, playing those on the GameCube and the Wii. Um, I even got the trilogy after the fact on the Wii, so I like to play the uh, multiplayer on that because it was, like, the one shooter I was actually good at. Mm -hmm. Low-key, I'm great at all shooters, obviously, but, uh, mm -hmm. not like, that was the one I was, like, the best at. <laughs> um but uh yeah no like they're near and dear to my heart so like when i saw that they even announced that 
Metroid Prime 4 was even in development, I was like, oh shit, I definitely have to rebuy a Switch now. Thankfully, we don't know when that's coming out yet, so I'm not in a, a full rush to get one. Yeah. I do want to get back to more games on it. Okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I... Uh, nothing really stands out to me at the moment, so I'm not really too concerned about it. But that could change. Yeah, no. I mean, that's that's kind of what's interesting because, like, it's it's incredible in my mind that all staple series that Nintendo has have really stood the test of time. You know, Zelda games, Mario games, Donkey Kong, Metroid to some degree. Considering, I feel like some of the more recent games haven't really been doing too well in that series. But I mean. Just being able to keep, like, a small but relatively strong group of mainstay games, like, game series. Like, that's honestly really impressive in my mind. They do a really good job of, like, switching things up, though. Like, they, I mean, just look at Mario and how many different iterations and how they are actually able to keep it keep it fresh, you know? Yep. <clears throat> um, you know... I can't really comment on things like Pokemon because I've only played a few of them, but apparently they do a nice job of, you know, bringing people back. I don't know if it's with, you know, new Pokemon or new areas or what. I don't know what they do, but somehow they manage to do it. And it could just be the fact that even if people grow out of it, there's always a new younger generation that gets into it. Yep. And I mean, that's what I kind of mean when I say like these series are like timeless. Um, Because like, yeah, take Pokemon, for instance, you know, new kids can get into it that way. Now, saying bringing people back, I know that it's not for challenge. Specifically from Derek, he told me like all the Pokemon games are really, I am quoting him on this. Yes, if Derek decides to listen to this podcast, I am quoting you on this. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, he was like, they just seem to get easier and easier. And even Let's Go, right? Which is basically just a remake of Yellow. You don't even have wild Pokemon battles. Like, you saw the trainer battles, but like, you just run into the Pokemon that's roaming around your map. Like, you see the Pokemon now. It's not a random encounter. And then you just throw Pokeballs like it's Pokemon Go from your phone. And then you get the you could get the great or the excellent throw that I guess up your chances of actually catching the Pokemon. And then once you catch the Pokemon, it goes immediately in your Pokemon bag. You don't need to go to a PC to access your Pokemon, just your main menu. And your main six in your team will get experience for that. Because there's an auto XP share on all your Pokemon. So, like, they've made the game significantly easier for newcomers to just waltz into the series. Yeah, I was shocked. Um, I can't remember when it started. When did po- Was it last year? Or when was Pokemon Go a thing? I Maybe two years ago. Is it that long ago? Yeah, I was surprised that, you know, earlier this year to hear people still talking about it. I was like, I thought I thought the thing was dead and they're like, No. There's plenty of people still, you know, playing it. I was like, Wow. Twenty sixteen, yeah. I was just confirming it. 
Yeah, no, I don't know. Like, I never really got in the craze. I tried it at one point, and I was I don't feel the appeal of this. So I kind of stopped playing soon after. I have a short attention span with games these days. And, uh, you know, we tried to play, or we did play Call of Duty, and I kind of just gave up on it, you know. I was just like, I would have to sit here and play, like, every day after work. Try to play, like, you know, on the weekends and, and try to get that good at it. Because I don't like being bad or mediocre at games. And so Yeah, I, no, that's like, it's so annoying that, you know, I apologize for interrupting. Um, no, no, but like, on. you go up against no lifers, right? Who can't, who don't have the time of day to do anything else with their time but play Call of Duty. You know, they could, you could have people say get good. I don't give a shit if you want to say get good. Because the reality is, the only way you're going to get good is if you know life the game. And I don't have the time to know life the game. So I'm never going to be at the same level where as soon as I see someone, they're already dead. <laughs> like, it's just not a thing. Yeah. Which is I... why playing like hardcore is nice because, you know, people die in like two shots. But the problem with that is you don't even really know who your team members are. So you need to see the name before you start shooting. And if someone else is able to perceive that before you are, then you might be dead. Yeah, and I don't blame them. I'm not mad at anyone for being very good at the game or, you know, that being their only game that they play. It's just that I don't have that time. And I don't, I mean, I couldn't make that time, but then I'd literally play nothing else. It's like, I just can't. So I did make the decision to put quite a bit of an hour uh, time into... I don't know if you want to talk more about Call of Duty because I know you've been playing that, but I was kind of kind of tra- transition to uh, Red Dead. No, that's fine. The only uh, thing, the only other thing I would talk about from Call of Duty was zombies because I I like how the zombies look. I just like how the mode looks. Um, and I think the the few stages that I did play were pretty cool, but otherwise, you know, I didn't really have much else to say about the game. No, and zombies is cool. It's just you know I also played that with you guys, and I was just like. There's more systems to that than I ever remembered. I'm just like, geez. Like, oh yeah, no, they definitely <laughs> added a lot more customization than I've ever seen in a, a zombies game mode before. That's like we played for hours, and then I didn't even realize I had this special ability I could use by hitting. Um, I think it was, is it L three R three? Yeah, I think you click those in, and you have the special ability you could use or something like that. I think it's L1 R1. Is it L1 R1? I think it's both L1 and R1. Yeah, I just knew it was two buttons at the same time, and I was like, wow. Like, I've been playing all this time and didn't even know I had this. And I tried to use it. I think I was the only one alive, and I tried to use it, and I... I it you just ended up dead? Yeah, I just died in, like, five seconds. So I was like, <laughs> dude, I just can't. I can't. Mike. Good, good. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just you got to make a decision. Like, do you want to get good and play games like that, or do you want to move on? And I made the decision. I'd, I'd rather be able to play something like Red Dead. It's a little more relaxed. I can go at my own pace, and you know things like that. And it's been really fun. Um, I can't. I, I can't talk very much about it, unfortunately. Right. Which is why I, kinda... I haven't played very much. Because, like, 
Abby, I wanted to play it with Abby because she wanted to watch me play, and she did say, like, hey, you can go continue forward, but then I was like, well, I do have other games I could play. Um, and then, like, we start hanging out, and then usually I wanted, like, I just want to do something else. I don't I don't always want to sit down and just play video games while we're hanging out, because that just, I mean, that doesn't seem like a, you know, the most appropriate thing to be doing when we're spending time together. Um, right. um But, like, when we do play that, it's we do more messing around than we do anything kind of like strong progressionally. So like we did, we were in the middle of one mission. It's towards the very beginning of the game, so I'm not. I don't really think it's spoiling anything, but like we were doing the. I think I told you and Tom about this a couple weeks back. Um, weeks back, I think about we were doing this mission where like. You're looking for a few gunslingers who have information about this guy who's like the best like um, duelist, I guess. Mm-hmm. The best of duels. I don't yeah. know. It's towards the end of the game, so we're just like messing around with like stuff like that. But like we weren't doing anything like to progress the story or anything like that. And then Abby's like, "All right, Ryan, we need the coolest hat possible." Because if you're not styling, then what's the point of even playing the game? And I was like, I mean, I kind of have to agree with that. I don't tell her that. <laughs> I'm thinking in my head. <laughs> just like, yeah. So, I mean, low-key, like, I do kind of need to be fresh. <laughs> just kind of want to mess around with that versus, like, you know, progress the game specifically. So I haven't really made it, like, anywhere in the game. I'm still, like, the beginning of Chapter 2, basically. And that's Even fine. That's like, like it's going to be a great game. That's fine. That's like one of the beautiful things about uh, games like that. Like, you create your own story, man. And you, I mean, if you want to have your Arthur Morgan be, you know, like the biggest badass out there, and you, I mean, you want to go out and do all this hunting and everything to get the best outfits and all that, you could do all that before you even worry about the story. And it's not one of those games where, like, okay, if I go do all this other side stuff, then I'm, like, way over level for when I get ready to go back to the story stuff. Because it's not really about that. Like, sure, you unlock some some different abilities. You may unlock more spots to, uh, <clears throat> you know, to hold things and things like that. But, like, you may upgrade your dead eye. But it's nothing like... OP because you're not like you're not fighting like bosses you're not going from boss to boss like for right. instance a, a Dark Souls games where you need to you know be higher level to beat certain bosses you know you're just you're just living this guy's story and it's it's, it's cool that's why I just I just like I like the whole world and you know how it progresses and yeah I hear people complaining about like some of the problems it has but like you just gotta look at it for if you're enjoying it and some people enjoy the fact that like you are taking on the persona as arthur morgan you're not you're not this big badass so you yes you're going to be riding the horse and sometimes the horse is not going to do exactly what you need to do it's going to be hard to control you know things like i just have to say i just have to say Mm -hmm. that i disagree with one thing go for it like me as Arthur is a bad 
So saying that you're not a badass is actually a lie. Just, <laughs> just wanted to interject with that really quick. But yeah, keep going. <laughs> yeah, and it's hard to... Uh, there is something I would like to say about that, but it, it's it would get in story spoilerish thing. It, let's just say, like, depending on the type of way you choose to play as Arthur Morgan, mm-hmm. um... At a certain point, it could, depending on how what which direction you chose, it could um, sort of contradict um, his journey, if that makes sense. Without you know, without saying anything specific, so that's one okay. issue I did kind of have. Like you, you don't necessarily have one hundred percent control over you know certain aspects even though like when you're out in the world living you know doing day-to-day things you do but like when you get to a certain point in the story it kind of it could contradict what you're doing okay well that definitely definitely makes sense which i mean to me it didn't it kind of sucked because it was like uh you know i spent like all these hours doing this character and now it's it's not really the same but we could talk more about that if um, you know you decide to continue on and you beat it, um, get more into it. But yeah, I, I you know I really enjoyed it, and I hope you do. Oh uh, no, I'm definitely enjoying what I've played so far. I mean, when you get in like these big ass gunfights, and you're like, oh hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Even though you're what are the what are they called? The slowdown mode? The dead eye. Yeah, that's that's way too op. It's like. It, it's not like Fallout where it's kind of ne- like, in my opinion, necessary to rely on VAT because I feel like it's really difficult to aim in that game, or at least the older ones, yeah. um, without using VATs, especially in three. Oh my god, I I don't think I could play that game if I wasn't using VATs. <laughs> um, but like in this game, it's just kind of like a all right, here's a quick focus on a couple heads and then let go and then bam all right i just got my freebie headshots yeah it's just kind of like this is a little too easy i don't know yeah i prefer not using it if i don't have to um yeah it's uh that's what i was saying like it doesn't really that game is not a game to where like you need to sit there and, and upgrade or whatever you you could do just as much damage you know right off the bat Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the the dead eye thing to me it, it just came into it. Uh, let me see. When did I have to actually start using it? I don't think you do, but like there is points in the game where like it becomes nice, and then you sit there and you run out. Mm-hmm. And at a certain point, you're like, oh god! <laughs> it's like <laughs> and then you have to try and hide and. Uh, you know, hide and try to, you know, drink, uh, what is it? I think alcohol helps your dead eye most of the time. Just imagining <laughs> you frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> There's definitely points that, but that's another thing with, with that game that I love too. Like there was never a point to where when I died and I'm like, oh my God, I gotta go back and redo all this. It was like, okay, the checkpoint was like right before this this encounter so awesome I ain't gotta worry about it yeah. that has really good save points or checkpointing I should say but 
um yeah i mean that's it with red dead i feel like if i keep talking i'm gonna end up saying some stuff i probably shouldn't yeah don't spoil the <laughs> damn game <Mark>. my god <laughs> yeah, i would love to do like a spoiler cast and talk about the story um all right i'll i'll have to make it my goal then by no later than the end of the year i will because abby's going to be gone between basically just before christmas and then until like almost new year's mm -hmm. i'll just i'll just i'll just play it i'll just spam it i'll just zoom right through the game and then we can do a spoiler cast we'll call it the dark hour spoilers dark hour spoilers have we did a spoiler cast on anything yet no but we've probably spoiled stuff through some of our podcasts oh, I'm, I'm sure i'm sure <laughs> um <clears throat> but yeah anyway you know it's funny i'm just thinking about it now like it's probably about been about 40 minutes ago when i was starting to talk about mega man and <laughs> he got completely sidetracked and i said absolutely zero about mega man <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. We didn't need to talk about Mega Man. <laughs> right. Yeah, we really don't because I haven't gotten that far and it's actually frustrating. Like, no, seriously. What I actually want to talk about. You want to talk about frustrating? Fucking Spyro. <laughs> Spyro the Magic Dragon, right? <laughs> Puff yeah. the Magic Dragon, for those who don't know. Best dragon ever, Spyro. So, I'm playing this game. Mm -hmm. First game, it's a breeze. I'm doing the levels. The game looks The controls are great. This game is fun. Now, Derek told me about how he thinks the development cycle went, and I have to agree being almost done with the second game. So I start playing the second game. Clearly, if there was a team of 100 people at toys for bob the guys that worked on this remaster slash remake it's really more so a remake in my opinion right if there was 100 people on the team 75 of those people worked on the first spyro the magic dragon it's great they divvied up the last 25 people to work on the second and third games and it's clear i've i've run into so many issues playing the second and third games and well the second game i'm not on the third game yet but like it's probably gonna be just as bad in my imagination like it, it looks just a little bit worse which is surprising i mean you would expect a graphical like increase between the first and the second games right no that's not how this worked first one's incredible the second one i feel like they were running out of time in development which is why i'm really scared of playing the third game um that's so i'm weird. not I'm also not just letting out my frustrations because I was in the middle of a boss battle that I've been trying to perfect for like an hour and I kept getting hit by the stupidest shit <laughs> in that boss fight. It was so infuriating. Um, no, that's that's not where my bias is coming from. <laughs> it is totally justified. I swear it. You, If you play it, if you decide to get it, I mean, it's only like $40. It's really not that much in the grand scheme of things $40 for three games that's like what $15 a game basically um less than that I mean what's it like $13 a game oh, whatever but like it's not really that much so in my opinion it is kind of worth but it's just it's frustrating like I was doing a level and 
I was collecting all the gems in the level, right? Mm-hmm. There was four 400 gems in that level. I go to the main menu, and it tells me that I have 390 out of those 400 gems. I shit you not, Mike. I searched around that room for a whole hour. Derek can attest to this. An hour, maybe even two. I leave the world, and I come back looking for that gem. I look for a little bit, and then I go to the main menu, and guess what, Mike? I had all 400. The game didn't register that I had all 400 gems. So I was looking around that room for no reason. I have like an hour of idle time in that game because I just wasted my time. Jesus Christ. I was so ticked off. It like The first game was just a breeze, and now this game has just been more and more frustration. And I don't, I don't know why. And it's why I'm scared to play the third game. But I want to play it so I can get the 100% platinum. Because obviously trophies are the most important thing when it comes to a video game. <laughs> that I just want to be done. And then I'm going to delete PlayStation. And then I'll free up 60 gigabytes of space. <laughs> yeah, you told me that earlier. You wanted to delete it. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. I just want to free up some space. I'm going to need the space for Kingdom Hearts 3 when that comes out. That gives me two whole months. That should be fine. Have you still not installed a new hard drive on your PS4? No, I have an external hard drive. And I've used most of the space on both that and the, the main console's hard drive. Damn, really? What? How big is your external? I have two terabytes. Giving like I have one terabyte external and then one terabyte on the console. Mm, okay. Okay. I don't like. That's another <clears throat> thing I don't like is like PS3, right? You get the 60 gig console. Games only use like maybe 30 megabytes max. Maybe more. I don't know, but not that much. In terms of percentage of full console space, games do not use that much space. Yeah. Then you get to the PS4 where they're like, you get 500 gigs. You got almost 10 times as much. And that game costs like 10% of the console space. I can, I can install like 10 games, then now I've maxed out my console space. Yeah, it's... Whereas um... I could have had like 100 before. I think it's a combination of things. Like, um, it definitely... They switched to a system of, you know, installing every game onto your actual console, even if it's disk space, which which makes sense. I mean, it's kind of like PC, right? Like it, all games live on your console, so they run mm-hmm. faster. Um, you, you know, they can process everything faster. But you know, also games are just. I mean, there's just more two games now, so. I get it, it, but it sucks. This is why I, oh man, like when I have to download a game, um, I just don't even plan on playing it anytime soon. I'm just like, okay, if I'm going to pre-order something, I'll just do the uh, install the night before and then just hope to play it when I get home from work. Right. They're just, they're huge. It's crazy. Well, I don't have the luxury of like having an auto download where it automatically downloads my console because Jeremy and I are game sharing uh, between oh, our two consoles. That's right. So I have to go in and actually start a download and oh. then I can put it in rest mode. But I mean, that, it that is really sucks. Yeah. 
He saves money on buying games. I don't really save money because I'm usually not buying them. No. So, I mean, it's, it's, I don't know, like, improvements in technology have made things so much better. At the same time, they kind of make things worse, I guess. I know, um, I was on the fence about, you know, how I wanted to get Red Dead if I wanted to mm-hmm. have the disc or whatever. And then it got to the point where I'm like, oh my God, Red Dead's out tomorrow. <laughs> And so and you're like, well, not this. <laughs> so I was like, I bought it real quick on my phone, and um, I couldn't remember if you know it just auto does that whenever you can preload it. So I was at work, and I was you know I was at work playing on my phone, and the button said, "Hey, hit this button to download it to your PS4." And I always leave my PS4 in rest mode now, so I knew it would work. Mm-hmm. Came home and it was installed. It was beautiful. Such a fooleth. So, um, oh, there's another thing I want to talk about. What Spyro or something else? No, not Spyro. This is the last thing I've been up to that I think even I surprised myself with this. Uh oh. Um, dragons and dungeons, as the kids say. What, they've I changed, started they've changed a it now? campaign. What do you mean? Isn't it Dungeons and Dragons? Shit. I knew that. <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> so, I'm starting a campaign in that. Um, I thought of a really cool idea, potentially, to do in the future that I kind of think won't come to fruition, but I do kind of want to try it, maybe. Um, it definitely depends on how this D&D campaign goes. Yeah. Uh, I started one with Abby. Um, we met a bunch. Well, like, we did, like, the whole meetups application through the phone or whatever and set up a group. We have a group of seven with a DM, so eight people overall, which is insane, apparently. And I noticed that yesterday we started our campaign, and I got my character. He's a fighter right (laughs) marsk dundragon now what i didn't know about this was that abby was setting me up to be very similar to uh her favorite dd podcast the adventure zone um specifically one of the characters um is a protection fighter neutral good and she said that was her favorite character in that podcast and i was like why do I get the feeling that you're trying to project this onto my character? <laughs> and she was like, that's because that's exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> no, but uh, so my character's back- background, he, at a young age, uh, I believe the DM used nine, because um, he did a little bit of changing from what I had typed to him in terms of my background. Um, so when he was nine, he... He's been okay. So, like a couple of years back, he started uh, helping his parents with the farm, right? So, he's a farmer boy. And I mean, for a nine year old, he's looking pretty buff because I mean, you know, he's been doing all this manual labor. You know, he, he knows what's up. So, when he was nine, he's coming back home and he hears screams, right? And sees a group of people leave on horses okay and he knows that 
Like, he saw, like, his parents get killed before they had run. He's only nine years old. He can't do shit with, you know, this huge group of people. Um, so he chases after them. And, I mean, he's he's enraged, right? So I run towards the forest where, you know, their horses went into and eventually come upon a what appears to be some sort of ritual, right? And they're doing some sort of sacrificial ritual. Like, you don't really know what exactly it is. Um, and the only thing I see is that they all have cloaks on with a logo, basically. Uh, it's like a black hand, right, on the backs of their cloaks. And one guy has the tattoo. I can't remember if he said it was on his head or his hand. It's one or the other. Um, who was the leader of the group, Riccio Balda, something like that. And he got really pissed because he did the ritual. And supposedly it was supposed to, like he was pissed because it was supposed to strengthen him after performing this ritual, but it didn't work. Okay. Um, so he's getting like enraged or whatever. And then next thing you know, this black aura like emanates from like within him. And then like I can't remember if he said like it kind of like disperses, right? Like kind of like spreads out. And then like it's like very clear, like, oh shit, bad bad stuff's about to happen. Um see this little creature run off who's one of the other characters in our D D campaign. And a cabald, I think is what the creature is called. But like, so like that's kind of like I witnessed this and then I go back home and I decided in my mind that from now on I'll be able to I want to protect people, which is why I end up going to train to become a fighter and then a protection fighter specifically, which protection just means that like if someone's standing right next to me, like on the board, so like five feet away, mm -hmm. I can use protection if they're going to get attacked and that'll give a disadvantage role the enemy that attacks them i can only do that like once per off turn so like i'm really interested to see how this campaign goes um because obviously i've never done it before but me being interested in kind of like role playing in general i think this is kind of a good way to get myself out of my shell with uh, groups of peoples that I don't know. Yeah. So what I was hoping to do was we could either do like a podcast or just, you know, get like a Skype group or even just a Discord group together with like you, me, Caleb, Derek, you know, Jeremy, Andrew, get us all together and then potentially do our own um, D and D group. Is how interesting would that turn out? <laughs> It'd be really bad. <laughs> I uh, <clears throat> I I had no real interest in any sort of like tabletop or board games until I went to PAX and I saw, mm -hmm. you know, just how big of a scene it can be. And I mean, I have I still haven't been able to get into many of them, but mm -hmm. I, I I definitely think it's a an interesting concept, and I've been. 
I've been looking forward to trying something out. So, I mean, hopefully that works out and you're able to figure out, you know, how to make this whole thing work and can, uh, yeah. Cause the, the thing that would be really difficult to do. And I mean, this is the difficulty in any RPG is like making sure that everything's balanced because mm-hmm. you don't want the group to be too powerful against all the enemies but you also don't want to gank the groups so that way, you know, the enemies come up and then they're all just dying left and right. Right. Cause then, then you run into the issue of like, they can't do anything. So like being able to like change stats, adapt stats on the spot based on how the group is doing is pretty key apparently. And it looks like it'd be really difficult to do with a bigger group. What's the average size of groups like that? I think, Usually it's like four or five people. Four or five. I think. Okay. I I think that might be including the DM. So I think it's usually relatively small groups is what people are used to seeing. But I mean I don't really know, and obviously it's probably dependent on your experience with it. Mm-hmm. So having more people together to actually do it. Um, yeah. So I want to try it. See how it goes. And then potentially propose this idea to our little group and see if everybody wants to do it. That'd be pretty cool. I'm always up for something new. <clears throat> I'm pretty bad at coming up with ideas and leading stuff, so it's nice when uh, someone is able to introduce me to something. Well, and it's good practice, too, because I feel like, you know, improvising is one of my like weakest attributes. So kind of being put on the spot to improvise what I want to say and whatnot, I feel like I'll get better at it the more I do it. So I guess kind of being forced into a situation where I have to use it, it's kind of better that way. Okay. Yeah, definitely keep us posted. Um, let me let me know um, how, that's, how that's going. What, what's the game plan on how often you guys are supposed to be getting together? Um, we're kind of trying to do every other week. Um, I don't think we're going to be able to do next time because i have plans on both the 14th and the 15th mm-hmm. um which is kind of a weekend we want to do it next so if that doesn't end up working out i imagine we'll meet up again sometime after the new year i imagine most people are usually pretty busy between christmas and new year's yeah that's or, or hanukkah year. time i don't know if hanukkah is even going on right now. like i don't know when exactly that week is um but yeah, I imagine most people are, you know, pretty busy in that timeline, so right. I'll probably continue more so in January at some point. Yeah, that that definitely makes sense. Um I'm trying to think. That's um That's about all I got. Unless um you can think of anything you want to talk about this episode. Um, I think I think what I wanna try and do is I kind of want to start coming up with more new ideas of things to do for uh, posting on Dark Hour Gaming. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I, I still want to do these podcasts specifically because I think updates are really important and I think they're good. And, you know, like you said at the beginning of the episode, like it's really good to be able to, you know, come back together and connect like this, right? Right. Um, I think it's pretty fun to just be able to take this time to discuss, you know, what's been going on. Um, and even though it's been 
three months since we've last three yeah three four months three or four months since we last posted um you know just kind of trying to get the time to do things like this is really nice Mm -hmm. um i really appreciate that you had even brought up podcasting in the first place because you know if i wouldn't have joined you guys on the unconnection podcast that one episode i i would have never been doing podcasting (laughs) and i do think i do find this to be really enjoyable i hope the people that listen you know really enjoy listening to our podcast um but yeah i wanted to like start throwing new ideas out there so there's this guy on polygon uh brian david gilbert um he's i find him to be really funny he doesn't have very many videos on there yet started working for polygon um so he has like this one video where he he explains the zelda timeline (laughs) and like brings together like every like piece of media basically in terms of zelda to like make sense of the timeline (laughs) and it's pretty funny how he does it um or he does another video where he read every single book in skyrim okay every single book he actually read them and gave a list of basically his top five more or less and then proceeded to answer the you know the age-old question of is it worth it to read all books in skyrim obviously an age-old question (laughs) so i was talking to derek and i was saying you know what if we start throwing together you know our own silly videos like that not necessarily copying his but like just kind of coming up with things out of the box like you know things that aren't generally normal yeah um which you would normally see on a review website and just kind of throw stuff like that together and then put that on dark hour gaming i think that'd be really fun to do on top of you know if we can figure it out try and do the videos with um you know us playing a game together or like one of us playing a game and we're both commentating because i do i would find that to be pretty funny honestly you know just make fun of how bad you are at video games in general <laughs> you know you're not exactly a mega man you're a mega mike you know <laughs> I, I don't know just throwing stuff out there yeah I, there's uh <clears throat> there's uh, quite a few you know ideas i have it's just it's just a matter of implementing them and finding the time time's the hugest mm-hmm. thing and or biggest thing hugest um, you're right <laughs> and uh just just trying to make sure um you know that i do these things right because i i don't want to just like throw something together i want to you know I want to put time into it. I want to make sure it's done right. Uh, like, for instance, we did the ranking of the bosses, and it wasn't 100% like I wanted it to turn out, but I liked it. And, I thought it was uh, fun. <clears throat> yeah, it definitely it definitely turned out fun. Um, you know, I'd, I'd like to somehow continue that, and there's some other things. Um, there's one really big one that I really, really want to do, and I think I've finally figured out how I want to start it at least and but the problem is I wouldn't be able to do it until um February yeah like towards the end of February and I mean you me saying that you probably know why but um I'm not ready to share that with everybody yet (laughs) um 
so yeah I mean it's just a matter of time I mean it sucks and we can't constantly put stuff up there but people real have to realize we, you know, we all have lives we all have full time jobs and you know right now especially around the holidays I'm, I'm working 60ish hours a week so Mm. it's hard I don't want to come home you know all tired and work on this stuff and it you know it'll show when you record and you're doing content that you want to place up and you're just not feeling it it'll show and um, it'll sort of ruin the whole purpose of trying to put this stuff up so you're talking about that uh, E3 podcast that we did which one the one that I hosted? Uh, no, I wasn't thinking about that, but yeah. Um, <laughs> that was, uh, <clears throat> yeah, that, that was definitely one of them. You, you you can tell when the energy's just not there. Yeah. Yeah. So, that is what it is. I mean, we'll, we'll come up with stuff, and like I said, um, for anybody who is listening, you know, you don't have to, like, praise us or whatever but like at least you know put a comment like something just let us know you're listening to it I can see the analytics and how many people have um you know clicked on it and listened and it it got really pretty good actually like when we were posting um I can't remember was it earlier this year we had a was it I don't know may have been last year we there was a while there we had a nice little run where we did it for you know three four weekends in a row Mm -hmm. and um could have been last year and you can kind of see like the numbers kind of spiked because you know they knew something was coming and they came and listened so i don't know basically what you're saying is we need to stop waiting three or four months between podcasts Cast. Consistency is definitely key because <laughs> it's like people don't know when to come to the site. Like, who's going to keep visiting the site if you post something, you know, once every three months and they're like, they forget about it. Yep. And I do have, we, we have the Twitter um, and there's some followers there, but not everybody's there that listens. Um, right. So I don't know. It's, it's, it's hard to keep um, the attention focus there and um i've been working on the back end of the site um trying to mm-hmm. do like a revamp um no one can see it because i haven't technically saved it but i don't want to change anything until we figure out like what type of stuff we're actually going to post there you know? for sure yep so like if we're if there's gonna be videos and things like that that's different from a block style um website that's just gonna have like maybe podcast or something like that so that's the reason nothing's changed there for now um it's um the only other thing is you know there's no like great spot like we used to have with one up to where everybody would visit and we could all talk and yeah. keep up i mean the best place for me would be the discord and this doesn't seem like everybody uses discord um i feel like a lot of people who aren't on discord yet kind of feel like it's like like maybe a skype platform where you just go there to chat with people um Mm -hmm. voice voice chat and it's a lot more than that and like for instance we very rarely actually like have conversations on there 
voice chatting we record these and you know <clears throat> if for some reason like we're gaming on PC we use it but like the best part is just like posting small messages and updates in, in like the forums to keep updated so if you guys are listening and you're not a part of it um, just go to darkhour.com and I mean you're probably already there if you're listening to this just click on it and and join it I mean you know we don't really spam post there much so you don't have to worry about your phone going off all the time and if it does just change the notifications so I don't know I just like to keep in touch with everyone and it's hard to be like on Twitter and you know on this website on that website and just all like keep together so try to join discord if you can um, you know, follow the Twitter to see when new uh, shows are posted. And uh, <clears throat> yeah, that's all I got. Like I said, Discord, Twitter, all that good stuff. Um, yeah. DarkHourGaming.com. I told you I got a new Twitter finally, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It took yeah. me a while, but I followed you back. I was waiting for that. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean that, that's up to you if you want to blast that out there. If it's just for, um, just more of a personal sort of deal. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, I'll definitely try and post to my Twitter so I haven't really been doing that or at the least I'll retweet it though I don't really have any followers but that's probably because I'm currently private on there um, don't really want a bunch of spam accounts you know following me on there and stealing my information yeah um, definitely so wherever <clears throat> we post it Sounds good. Any parting words before we uh, sign off here? Uh, just, I mean, really appreciate those that, you know, listen to our podcast. Um, and even then, you know, I really enjoy doing this. So even if we don't really get less listeners, Mike, I, I do find this a lot of fun. And I just want to say thank you for, you know, introducing me to this. Oh, no problem, man. Thank you for taking this uh, this journey with me, um, dude. Uh, like I was saying earlier, I've have been going back listening to the older shows. Mm-hmm. We've been doing this like seven years, off and on. Oh shit! Well, <laughs> I haven't been podcasting for that long, but yeah, yeah. And I mean, it's not like I've done a ton of shows. Um, I believe Unknown Connection is at 30-ish shows. And Dark Hour just hit 10 with this one. So it's not like we put out like a ton of, ton of shows, but it's just, it's amazing to see how far everything's come. And uh, I mean, I'll, I guess I'll just go ahead and say it. Um, I, I was trying to put together like a best of sort of deal. Mm-hmm. It's really difficult because I love all our shows. I love all our discussions. So to me, I just like blast everything together and you'd have like a, you know, 100 hour show or whatever. 
but <laughs> I'm uh I don't expect that anytime soon because it's taking time but I really just hope people listen to that one because uh I don't know it's uh it's real fun doing this I listen to it <laughs> so eventually that will come out um but that's why I wanted to date this show because I at least want to know when these things took place some of those shows I have no idea when they even took place yeah well we usually would finish recording them roughly a week before because you needed the time to be able to go in and actually edit the uh you know the audio clip before posting it yeah it's not so much these new ones I'm worried about because they all have the you know dates around that time and some of the older ones because I posted um, those weren't being posted at the time they were released like I had to switch systems and a lot of the Unknown Connection podcasts they were posted on the same day because Uh, I had to switch them over okay yeah so that's uh, that's, that's the issue with that one I don't know what days they officially were released Um, I can try to look on the service I used to use but if I'm not mistaken when I looked last time they were deleted um, cause I used to use, uh, I think it was Podbeam or something, something different than what I use now. I didn't use Squarespace. That's okay. Documentation, yeah. lesson learned for the future. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I need to, uh, I want to get better at, um, what's the word? Uh, show notes. Yes. <laughs> so people can actually see what we're talking about, but that's, you know, that's stuff we'll work on. And, uh, behind the scenes mumbo jumbo that people don't probably don't care about so I appreciate you oh, huh? <laughs> they care about all of it shut up <laughs> yeah. but yeah I, I mean I definitely appreciate you joining me and uh, you know keeping me motivated to actually do this um, for those that don't know like you're more of a motivating factor in making these happen than I am <laughs> so it's uh, it's much appreciated you might go by Big Boss on here, but you're just lazy ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely true. But, uh, yeah, um, thanks, everybody. Like I said, if you are listening, just leave a comment. Just, you know, good, bad, stupid show, what we could do better. Just let me know you're listening. Um, and we will see you guys next time. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>